Pleasure and welcome back to another episode of Boricua American. This is your lovely host Giovanni, and this is my lovely host Nancy. <laughs> my lovely sister co-host <laughs> Nancy. It's okay. Hi. I am sleep deprived. I'm just gonna put that out there. I was at a very beautiful wedding yesterday, and I cannot hang because I was home at like 11 and just dancing for an hour. I woke up feel like I was hit by a bus. So that's really sad. I'm showing my age. Let's do this! I'm caffeinated! Well, as usual, please uh, hit us up on the social medias. On Facebook, at Boricua American. We are on Instagram, Boricua American underscore podcast, and Boricua American. Today, we have a kind of a historic, educational, but fun and very, like, proud episode to bring to you. We are going to bring to you the history of the Puerto Rican flag, our beautiful bandera, which I know you've all seen because we all wear that shit like it's going out of style. Nancy, go ahead, start us off. Yeah, well, in order to, to figure out where we are now, we need to start on November 19, 1493, when Christopher Columbus arrives in Puerto Rico, which was then called Boriqueng or Borinqueng at that time by the Tainos. Columbus was Italian, but he sailed for the king and queen of Spain. He and his entourage carried a couple of flags with them. So these are the first known documented flags in Puerto Rico. The flags that Columbus and his crew had. One was the Kingdom of Castile flag, known as the flag of Castile and Leon, i.e. Castile meaning castle, and Leon is lion. This flag was in use from 1248 to 1516. What it looked like if, so obviously this is an audio medium, so bear with me, but we'll, we'll post pictures of this. Yeah, so um, this it's almost like a game of like, well, not charades because we'd be silent. It's like, <laughs> close your eyes and just use your imaginations, if you will. So if you take a flag, you divide it into four quadrants or whatever. There's two pictures with castles and two of the quadrants have lions. So castle, lion, castle, lion. Then according to a painting of Columbus's landing, his crew also carried two other distinct flags. One depicted Christ on the cross. Now, if that sounds weird to anyone listening, that's okay. But in those days, the Catholic Church was in cahoots with the monarchies, the governments, the empires. They had a lot of say in the law and day-to-day operations of a country. And there was no separation of church and state. So that wasn't unusual. And then there was another flag, which was an ensign. An ensign is a flag used in the Navy on a ship. Mm-hmm. So it was used to distinguish Columbus's fleet. Remember from history class, the Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria. So, <laughs> <laughs> so this flag would have been on those ships. It was a white flag with a cross in the middle. And then on the left is the letter F for King Ferdinand. And on the right is the letter Y for Queen Isabel. They spelled it with a Y. The letters have... Right? I didn't know that. Me neither. I was like, oh, why? For like, fee? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, Isabel, it's jaunty. <laughs> yeah. So the letters have yellow crowns hovering above them. <laughs> and that's, that's depict- very, like, uppity of them. I'm sorry. Right? <laughs> I can say this, right? Were we fans? I mean, I don't know. But I wasn't there, so whatever. But that just seems very, like, pat yourself on the back. Hey, I'm royalty. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yobi, you want to tell us about the other... Yeah, there's a lot of flags before we get to our flag, so bear with us, guys. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's an interesting, like, it's not even an evolution, because evolution, usually there's some sort of, like, remnant of the previous, and there's some elements that are, you know, one or two emol- em- 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 <laughs> elements that are similar, but they're so vastly different. 
So the next flag, um, it's the Spanish Burgundy Cross flag, which was in use from 1506 to 1785. So basically just take a white flag, a big white rectangle. You make a big red, like, jagged X. They almost look like insect legs to me. Like, I don't know, like, <laughs> like an ant, little pelitos. Um, you just, it's an X right across corner to corner diagonally. And that's, that's it. That's the flag. Um, the Spanish used this flag at their colonies and wherever they had military installations, which in Puerto Rico includes, included La Fortaleza, Fort San Felipe del Morro, Fort San Cristobal, and San Jerónimo. Jerónimo! All in San Juan, because that, like, that's where their main, they could see, you know, that's where they defended the island from, their vantage point. Apparently, they still fly this flag alongside the Puerto Rico and the U.S. flags at Fort San Cristobal and Fort San Felipe del Morro, which that looked familiar to me because when I was over there, I remember seeing various flags when you walk up and I have to look at my pictures for reference, which that'll be fun to post if I can find them. So that's cool. So, yeah, it's a very there's really nothing much to it compared to the previous two flags that were a lot more um, ornate, I guess. Mm -hmm. After that, we've got one that's kind of ornate. The flag of Spain which was used from 1701 to 1793, which was flown in castles, fortresses, and any defenses along the coastline. So this took the Castile and Leon flag and expanded it to add the Bourbon Anjou royal coat of arms. The, castle and the, lion, the castles and lions were now in the middle, and a royal crown was put on top. More self-serving, crowny stuff. Um, and there are two rings depicting the coat of arms. It's very, it's very busy. Like, it looks very, very ornate. I wonder if there's tattoos of this. It would take forever. It's so detailed. Oh, God, no. That'd be like a 12-hour tat just for that. Just yeah. for all the detail. I mean, it, it looked cool from an artistic perspective, but mm -hmm. no, thank you. <laughs> but wait, there's more. There was the Spain flag, which was in use for 80 years from 1793 to 1873. And then again, starting two years later, from 1875 to 1898, 1898 being the year of the Spanish-American War in which the Spanish lost control of the island to the U.S. Now the flag starts to look like the current flag of Spain. It's got the three horizontal stripes, red, yellow, red, and the yellow one is in the middle and it's wider than the other two. Inside the yellow stripe on the left side, there's a more subdued version of the royal crest. So it's like one lion, one castle with a little red crown hovering over it. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Did the royals have a little bit of humble pie during those years? <laughs> in 1898, they lost. <laughs> oh. oh, there we yeah. go. Like, oh, maybe just the one crown, guys, and the one lion. <laughs> right? Which, totally not sort of off subject. Am I nuts? Or have we seen the lion on, like, the back of Brica cards? Or am I crazy? No, we might have. I'll, okay. Oh, I have a pack. I'll check when we uh, get off the phone. But, yeah. <laughs> I came across my deck in the closet yesterday, so I have to, I'm going to look, because that, like, the lion, which looks like it's trying to scratch, and I'm sitting here, if you guys can see me right now, I'm, like, pantomiming. <laughs> put up, like, a gif of me doing this. Yes. <laughs> it just looks like he's, like, ready to fight somebody. I like making that. I have zero shame. I don't get embarrassed. I do dumb shit. It's fine. I don't I'm, care. I'm glad. Um, yeah, but that looks familiar to me. And I'm like, I've seen these images and it's got to be on the Brica cards. And guys, if you don't know what Brica is, or Brisca, if you want to be fancy about it. It's a really fun card game. It's reminiscent to me of Spades, which is like such a like thug card game, but I love me some Spades. But it's like similar, uh, like one suit beats the other type of thing and there's points involved. I don't know. Anyway, now I feel like playing. I know. I love that game. 
so fun. I have I I gotta teach Dean. I don't think he likes cards very much though. So I taught Chris. We we went through a little period of playing it, but he didn't catch on the way I did. Cause when I start playing, I'm just a, I get addicted really fast. Oh yeah. Oh, love it. I could play for hours. We've played for hours. Yeah. <laughs> Remember we were playing when I was like eight or ten. We were playing in the kitchen at mom's. We were playing for grapes, and that's how y'all started calling me Uva. Oh. Remember you were like Uvani, and we all yes. lost it for some fucking reason. <laughs> yes. So. <laughs> Memories <laughs> unlocked. I love that we start with flags, we end with grapes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's conversation, kids. All right, so let me explain um, this two-year gap that this flag wasn't in use. Because in 1873, Spain became a, became a republic, so they, to Yovi's great joy, I'm sure, mm-hmm. they dumped the crown. So, <laughs> right. so it's the same exact thing minus the crown. But that de- design only lasted the two years. Then there was another flag, the flag of 1873, La Bandera de Fortificación, which is, okay, I don't know why the hell we need so many flags, but anyway, we're just reporting. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's almost exasperating how many damn flags. Okay, no offense, no offense. They could say that about ours. <laughs> like one tiny island, we got all these flags. Okay. Not um, our fault. Spain kept imposing them. <laughs> So the bandera de fortificación, which is a red flag with a yellow cross in the middle and the coat of arms in the middle of the cross. So this was supposed to be a military flag, but it was never used. They used the burgundy cross flag instead. We should be flag designers. I bet that was lucrative. (laughs) Maybe back then. I don't really see a whole lot of countries. There's not a lot of uh, conquering expansion these days. Oh, no, that's true. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's, it's frowned upon. So I think we pretty much got all the countries that we're going to see for a while. (laughs) Well, then again, towns have their own flags. I mean, it could be like where blocks have their own flags and households have our own flag. I'm going to design a flag for our household. Do one for (laughs) yours and we'll compare. Oh, God. Mine would probably be like a jar of spaghetti, a clove of garlic, and like un machete. (laughs) I like it. (laughs) In case you guys didn't pick up on it, my husband's Italian, so. (laughs) I think you were going to say dogs, like a dog. For sure. Oh, with like a dog in the background. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're involved in my household. That's cute. <laughs> well, they got their father's last name. If you go to the vet, they need a last name. So it's like, you know, our last names tacked onto their names, which is cute. Oh, that is cute. Little people here. Anywho. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is maybe where you saw. So for the record, the design on the Puerto Rico's current coat of arms. Mm-hmm. It uses the elements from Spain's flag. So maybe this is also why this looks familiar to you. Do you remember we had a napkin holder with the coat of arms on it growing oh. up? So the it's hard to describe, but there's there's like little squares showing crosses, castles, lions, and the even a picture of the Kingdom Kingdom of Castile flag. It's very busy. And then on the sides you can make out an F and a Y with a little crown. So oh, just like hey. that other king and queen flag. And the whole thing is topped with one big cold gold crown. And then right in the middle, there's a lamb symbolizing Jesus, the Lamb of God, which that part isn't lifted from Spain. But remember the Tainos weren't Christian. That all came about after colonization. So they that's very important to them. And Puerto Rico still today, they're predominantly uh, Christian. Was that napkin holder wooden and like glazed? Yeah. Oh, my God. I remember that. I know. I wonder where it is. 
Weird. I'll bet you it's somewhere in the basement. Yeah. Next time I'm going over Wednesday, I'm going to go downstairs and be like, hey, Ma. <laughs> oh, put a picture. Oh, yeah. If I can yeah. still there, because I actually do remember that. Oh, my God. All Jesus. Right. <laughs> okay. So back to history. On September, September 23rd, 1868, a group of Puerto Rican rebels fighting for independence attempted a revolt against the Spanish. This event took place in the western town of Lares and is known as the Grito de Lares or the Lares Uprising, although Grito technically means like to scream. So I think that sounds cooler than uprising. That's just me. The mastermind behind this revolt was Dr. Ramon Emeterio Betances. He designed a flag for the occasion, actually. That's that's a lot of work. It was simply called the Grito de Lares flag. What does it look like? We'll tell you. Take a flag, rectangular flag, put a thick white stripe, like a big cross, like down the middle, vertically and horizontally. The top two quadrants are blue, and the top left quadrant is a white star, and the bottom two quadrants are red. From Wikipedia, this uh, we're going to quote from Wiki. According to Puerto Rican poet Luis Llorens Torres, my Spanglish, my Spanglish is showing, uh, the white cross on it stands for the yearning for homeland redemption. The red squares, stand, uh, the red squares, the blood poured by the heroes of the rebellion, and the white star in the blue square stands for liberty and freedom. The flag was proclaimed the national flag of the, quote, Republic of Puerto Rico by Francisco Ramirez Medina, one of the leaders of the revolt, and the first and only person ever to be sworn in as president of the Republic of Puerto Rico, and placed on the high altar of the Catholic Church of Lattes, thus becoming the first Puerto Rican flag. The original Lattes flag was taken by a Spanish army officer as a war prize. Many years later, it was returned and transferred to the Puerto Rican people. It is now exhibited in the University of Puerto Rico's museum. That's wild. Mm -hmm. The flag was also representative of the Antillian Confederation. The Antillian Confederation was an idea dreamed up by the aforementioned Dr. Betances and supported by a group of other pro-independence politicians. This confederation would be a regional entity made up of Puerto Rico, Cuba, the DR, and Haiti. They would be united in their resistance of American and European colonization and influence while retaining their own separate cultures. But for many reasons, it didn't work out, and this obviously never came to fruition. Uh, there's been chit-chat about it again on social media from like modern nationalists, but we're not going to get involved in that. There's a whole other layer of what the fuck that we're yeah. not getting into. Did you know about that? I had no idea of this concept at all. Nope. Not a clue. Not a freaking clue. Yeah, so this guy tried to uh, use all the flags that are of those nations, because they all have red, white, and blue elements, Cuba, yeah. DR. And, um, yeah, I came up with that. But that's wild. They, they were just, like, wanted to be this one united front in the Caribbean, yeah. taking care of their own interests. But, yeah, it's too, it was too complicated. We haven't gotten to what the flag looks like now. Ooh. I know you've all seen it. So now, the flag of Puerto Rico, the current flag as it is today, was designed in 1895 to promote the idea of Puerto Rican independence from Spain. It consists of five alternate red and white horizontal stripes with a single white five-pointed star resting in a blue triangle. You've all seen it. The three red stripes that you see, they are to symbolize the blood of like the warriors who fought for Puerto Rico and the people who were lost fighting for Puerto Rico. The two white stripes symbolize victory and peace, you know, which would come with their independence. 
the blue was supposed to symbolize like the beautiful blue waters. If you haven't been there, go. It's just gorgeous. And the blue sky above because it, while well, it does rain, it's not very long. And uh, the white star is supposed to be the island right there. That's what they call it, Estrella del Caribe. I've heard that. So Puerto Rico, baby. Yeah, the design is the same as the Cuban flag, but flipped. Like Cuba has the red triangle and then it's like blue and white stripes. Like sister sister islands, man. Seriously, we're very similar. Also, there I, I was trying to figure out because people, different people claim to have designed it. But what is known is that it was like, like you said, it was supposed to be um, a symbol of independence. So yeah. it was a group of nationalists in New York, of all places. Oh. That, so anyway, I just thought that was interesting. When Puerto Rico became an American territory, the Puerto Rican flag was actually outlawed until ni- 1952. We'll get to that in a moment. But in 1952, when Puerto Rico became a commonwealth, the flag that we have today was officially adopted. But its symbolism was altered to like distance the flag from its history. So like... Originally, it was like a sky blue. The blue portion of the flag was sky blue. Um, it was changed to a darker tone at this time to make it more similar to the American flag. Because as Nancy and I were just discussing off camera, <laughs> an aside, if you will, I believe that the, the gentleman in charge at the time, governor, was like pro-America, like the U.S. And um, is that, am I right? Is, am I correct? Yes, you okay. are Luis, Luis Munoz Marin. Oh, that guy. Yeah. I know him. <laughs> airport named after him. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, he was he was like, you know, in alignment with the U.S. And apparently in 1995, they changed the color back to the original sky blue. So there's that. The last version that we're going to talk about, which I'm only going to talk about it because it's there. And again, we don't really do the political thing on this platform, but uh, there actually is an like a black and white rendition of the Puerto Rican flag that came about about 2016 or so. So that is more of a like nationalist symbol. It's a symbol of people who want to push for Puerto Rico's independence. It's just kind of like the resistance. There's actually a door. I know you've all, you probably have all seen pictures of like the doors painted with the Puerto Rican flag. And I've seen them. I saw one or two in the Bronx that were the regular colors. But there's one that is located at 55 Calle San Jose, I think in San Juan. It's painted black and white now apparently a group of nationalists got up on july 4th 2016 and repainted it in black and white as like a movement to like free themselves from the awful oppression of the united states mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> so, i'm sorry i didn't mean to like lose sarcasm there um again this is not the platform for discussing these things but it's there some people have do adopt this as their puerto rican flag Ayatu. so oh. I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah. I no, wanted to throw in. So if you if you're on the island, you can tell somebody's political party by what flag they're flying. So if you see the flag that has the sky blue, you know they're pro independentista or the black and white, they're nationalists or independentistas. Mm-hmm. If you see a medium blue, that's more commonwealth. They they agree with the way things are, the status quo, the commonwealth. And if you mm-hmm. see a darker midnight blue, that means they want statehood. Yeah, so like that's like your easy cheat sheet. And the government, um, <laughs> the government just says it has to be red, white, and blue, but they don't specify what shades to use. So that's oh, why okay. you buy whatever, yeah, whichever one you want. So it's interesting. Okay. That mm-hmm. is interesting. So now, would you like to tell us, my dear, about flying the Puerto Rican flag being outlawed? Yeah. Oh my God. You know, everybody. Um, 
is entitled to pride of country and we see a lot of flags and events and stuff, but you know, Puerto Ricans especially, we've been told have this craziness with the flag. It's like everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and well, yeah, for several years, because the government wanted to stifle the pro-independence movements, there were two revolts on the island and they were both unsuccessful. But in order to quell that, in 1948, on June 10, they passed the Ley de la Mordaza, which is Puerto Rico's gag law, which mm-hmm. outlawed the display of the Puerto Rican flag, even in your own home. So you couldn't own one, you, could, you couldn't display one, a cop could go in there and just take your your shit and that's really sad you know and people would in secret fly it anyway right but it's really sad so i i had 1957 i don't know if i'm wrong but that it was repealed in 57 um but that's a long time that so, is oh yeah there's different so okay so i'm sorry if, if i misspoke on the dates two different sources of two different dates for it but the the main thing to remember is that there was a time that the flag which is hard to believe and it's, it is infuriating. Our flag was illegal. Oh, you know what? It was also it was signed by the U.S. appointed governor of Puerto Rico at the time, Jesus Piñero. So he was a Puerto Rican. He was a nav- native Puerto Rican, but he was appointed by the U.S. and he actually signed it. See, there were politicians that were very aligned with the U.S., so they would pretty much do, for whatever reason, we weren't there. But they would, yeah, they were like, oh, okay. So it's, like, surprising to me that he would have signed it, that a Puerto Rican would have signed that. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, under this new law, it would be a crime to print, publish, sell, or exhibit any material intended to paralyze or destroy the insular government or to organize any society, group, or assembly of people with a similar destructive intent. It was almost like the, the McCarthy, like, the when they were looking for communists, and people got oh. put on blacklists. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it was basically Just... like, well, if you're if you are suspected of trying to revolt or thwart the government, you're going to you're going to be fined. You're going to be thrown in jail. That's insane thinking of that, especially because like wearing the flag has become like a sort of fashion, as like in or in the New York area anyway. Because I mean, back in the day, I know I've put up pictures where I would wear the flag as a skirt over my shorts for the parade, and I had like the Puerto Rican flag beads hanging off my neck. Like, mm-hmm. we all did that shit. I still have, I had a t-shirt in my drawer the other day. Do I still have, do I have it in here? It's an Old Navy, Old Navy used to put out the Puerto Rican flag t-shirt every year in time for the big New York City parade. And I've got one from 2004. It's navy blue and it just has like the, the flag on the front and it says Old Navy 2004. I have a tank top, an Old Navy tank top with the Puerto Rican flag. <laughs> yeah, they used to do that. I don't know if they still do because I don't go there anymore, but... <laughs> it, can you imagine not being able to wear shit like that? Or like, oh, you're, you know, you're, you're a fucking like treason or whatever the hell. Yeah, like, treason. Oh that's my god, insanity. I can't. Insanity. I can't imagine living in those. Yeah, in, in aquel tiempo. No, in aquel tiempo, no. To close out, I have a fun fact that's gonna p- appeal to you and me because we work in shipping. We were Ooh, nerds. We're nerds. So okay, so I found this online in my little search here. Now, in the 1950s. Puerto Rico contacted Norway's foreign ministry in an attempt to have a, there was a Norwegian shipping company called, all right, let's, let's try my Norwegian here. Det Stavangerski Damskibselskap, company called DSD, they were a shipper. They had a flag, they were using a flag for their company that had a likeness to Puerto Rico's flag. 
So the company was like, nah, dude, we've had this flag since 1903. And um, apparently the design of the Puerto Rican flag is older than that. So they were, <laughs> they were like fighting, like, no, dude, that's our flag. Like, no, it's our flag. So um, the, Norway has not like legally challenged anything. Like they're, they're still using that flag, this company. I got to look it up. But so Puerto Rico, the island was like, hey, Norway, can you, can your company, can your shipping company stop using our, our likeness? Thanks. And Norway's like, nah, dude. Oh, so right now they both. They exist just using the Puerto Rican flag. <laughs> it's like a, it's similar to the Puerto Rican flag. Yes. Oh my god. I'm gonna you look up, to that up my dumb butt. Here we go. Let's check. I want to see what their flag looks like. Oh my god! It's literally the Puerto Rican flag. <laughs> Except it's italicized. Like. Oh my what god. The actual fuck. <laughs> Well, then, that's actually funny. Yeah, it's literally the Puerto Rican flag. Okay, so I get it. We'll put a picture of that shit up, too, because damn. That's wild. <laughs> so that is the history of the Puerto Rican flag. If you got it, fly it. If you got paraphernalia, wear it. Dude, fly that shit proud. Do you, man? I love it. Yeah, I hope uh, you guys all enjoyed that little trip down history lane. <laughs> <laughs> On a Friday night, hashtag nerds. <laughs> oh, what are we, a vex, vexillologist or something? Is that the word of the study of flags? I learned I, that in my research. Okay, so you just got nerdier than me, because I have no <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm here, I can't even, I'm here like shipping company flags. Oh, oh I don't have to call it, dude, the nerd. Look at the pot calling the kettle nerdy. Oh, I'm proud. <laughs> <laughs> all right well we hope you've enjoyed this and uh feel free to reach out to us with questions comments suggestions greetings and uh yeah we'll see y'all at the next one thank you bye bye boberias i feel like my my lens is dirty I, it looks less glary i don't forget i look less dusty <laughs> <laughs> oh excuse me <laughs> I am just starting off betting a thousand, thank God for editing. <laughs> Told you, sleep deprivation. Hey, yes, yes, like I am just like, woo. So forgive me if I'm a little, eh. <laughs> it's just my brain is a little, eh. On September 23rd, 1968, a group of Puerto Rican rebels fighting for independence attempted a revolt against the Spanish. 1968, really? That's friggin' recent. <gasps> really? 1968? That's why I was so confused. I'm like, Gladys, wait, because I'm looking at my notes. Okay. That's a Take big three. typo. Okay. <laughs> <That's okay>. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, we're going to post all these beautiful things on the, on, uh, on our on our things. <laughs> on our things. Things are things. By the way, you froze. So if you're giving oh. me cues. <laughs> like, son I'm of a bitch. Okay. <laughs> I hear like a boom, boom, boom. Lovely.